Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hiker Life, IGTV's number one hiking show on the planet. My name is Thorough Alexander and I'll be your host. This episode is sponsored by Friday Outdoors. That's F-R-I-D-I-E Outdoors. Diversifying the camping world with a camping app that teaches and shows all the know-hows to camping. Download the app for free today in the Apple or Google Play Store. Our guest tonight is Lestea Malloy from Instagram account at Friday Outdoors. Yes, the founder and CEO of Friday Outdoors. If you would like to watch a live episode of the show, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Instagram handle at Thorough underscore Alexander. That's T-H-U-R-R-O underscore Alexander. The show airs every Tuesday evening at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, and 7 p.m. Pacific. Without any further ado, let's start the show. Hey, hey. Hey, what's going on, man? Hi. I'm so excited. Man, I'm so excited too, man. It's it's only right to have you on the show, man. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so uh, let's get this party started, man. So let's stay and tell us about yourself. Are you a mom, a secret vigilante, a superhero? Who are you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I feel like so many things. Definitely a mom of a two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, I also have my husband um, and a fur baby. So, um, and I'm also the CEO of Friday Outdoors. So, uh, let's see. I'm a camping enthusiast. I'm a hiker. I'm a wannabe better at mountain biker. I'd also add that in. <laughs> okay. I still need to work on that. <laughs> okay. So, it sounds like you have a lot going on, man. So, before we get into to the whole Friday Outdoors app. How did you even get into uh, camping? Ooh, well, you know what? Uh, I guess I'd share, I didn't even know what camping was, like, as a kid. I I'd say, oh, I didn't camp as a kid. It's because, like, I didn't even know, like, that was a thing. Like, nobody I knew was, was out camping or whatnot. So uh, I started to learn about it, though, um when i was let's see my my parents had passed away when i was like 11 and uh when i moved with family they basically introduced me to hiking and so that was kind of my introduction to hiking in this like outdoor space and a lot of those hiking trails would be at campgrounds and that's when i kind of started noticing people quite honestly like in these tents and such but you know, it was like, what are these people doing? <laughs> but uh, I was kind of always curious. Uh, so then after college, I moved to Portland, Oregon, and I said, you know what, I'm going to go camping. And I invited a bunch of people to go with me who also had never been camping before. But we were, I mean, we had curiosity. So that's half the battle right there. Okay. That sounds pretty interesting, man. Uh, me personally, I've actually never uh, gone camping in a tent. I have yet to have that experience. Uh, I have gone camp, uh, car camping. Uh, it's, it's probably a, a, maybe similar, but uh, not really the, the full experience. But uh, yeah, that's just my experience. Hey, okay, so we're gonna change. We're gonna. I think what I love about camping is that there's so many styles, and 
I think it's just what you're wanting. So car camping, definitely you should say, yes, I've been camping, you've been car camping, and you want to try some other styles out. So oh, Okay, so that, that definitely counts then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so it is time for Thoros Test Your Knowledge, and I have a feeling you're going to do really well tonight. So tonight's uh, game show is sponsored by Kiel outdoors uh that's kia k-e-a outdoors building innovative outdoor gear so you can adventure better and uh right now so kia actually has a new product uh the, the owner of that company is actually a good friend of mine they have something called the kia stash so this bag is actually a trash bag that you can take with you when you go camping and it's uh smell proof it has an inner liner on the inside that you can see here. So whenever you go camping and stuff like that, uh, you can easily, you know, take your trash with you, pack it in, pack it out. And another good thing about the bag is if you don't have a water container and your bag is clean, of course, you can actually use this to carry and transport water. And they also have a Kia straw, which filters out the water. So just for playing the game show tonight, uh, let's stay you're definitely going to go home with one of these. Uh, I'm going to send out one of these to oh you, so you'll definitely get one of these. And uh, <laughs> yes, and this Friday, I will be dropping a video on a demonstration uh, on how to use all that stuff. All right, so here are the rules. You have five questions, three multiple choice, and two true or false. All right. The audience, the audience can always help you. Uh, no matter what, they can always help. So uh, feel free to chime in and uh, help Let's Stay Up. And you also get a 50-50 on the last question because the last question uh, tends to be difficult. And uh, if you ever need a clue, uh, I can give you uh, two clues uh, during the game. So are you ready to play? Woo! All right, here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Here's your first question. Multiple choice. Which of the following places can you not go camping? Is it A, the woods, B, the beach, or is it C, aisle five in Home Depot? Oh, my gosh. You know, let me think about this. Uh, I think I'm going to go with C. I, I think so. I'm going to save my lifelines for the other questions. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, as much as I've seen people uh, taking a long time in I-5, it, it appears that they are camping out. But, uh, yeah, you cannot camp in Home Depot. All right. So <laughs> it's number two. All right. True or false? The only way you can camp is in a tent. Is that true? You know what? That's my favorite, but it's false for sure. That is correct. So at the beginning of the show, I said that I car camp. Uh, you can also camp in an RV, a camper, and I'm sure there are other ways that you can camp as well. All right, so here's your third question. Which of these things is not a good idea to do when choosing a place to pitch your tent? Okay. Clear away all debris from the place where you will pitch your tent. B, pitch your tent near the fire for extra warmth at night. 
or C, place a ground cloth underneath the tent for extra protection from rain puddles. Which one of those is not a good idea to do? Clearing away all the debris, pitching by the fire, or placing a ground cloth underneath the tent? You know what's funny? I didn't know about the cloth on the bottom when I first started, so, but I'm going to go with B for sure. <laughs> There's other ways to stay warm. <laughs> yes, so that is true. And, you know, I was watching this show, Naked and Afraid, and it was this guy and this lady, and they made this elaborate structure, and they were camping. They decided to put this fire right by their structure, and in the middle of the night, the, the entire thing burned down, and I, I couldn't believe it. All right, so Missy and uh, Preston, they got the answer right. It was B. But, yeah, they, they, uh, they camped right by the fire, and it burnt the whole structure down. And the man, the man was so devastated, man, like, it, it, it was crazy. All right, so here is your fourth question. True or false? A chuck box is a container for keeping your camp kitchen organized. Is that true? Oh, no. Ooh. I see uh, Missy either saying, oh, no, for the chuck box. No, she she's saying, oh, no, based on the story that I was telling uh, before. I, I don't think she's saying, oh, no, to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what the what the crowd says. Oh, I see Texas hiker saying no. I'm gonna use the crowd crowd help on this one. Ooh. I don't know if they're gonna be it's helpful though. I got one no. One, one true from Bootsy Wanders. What else you guys got? And Missy said, oh, no, true. All right. That's a two, that's two thirds from the audience. Oh, that is true. <laughs> okay. So I think we got three of three. We're going to say yes. All right. Because that is the correct answer. So uh, Missy outside is right. Serenalic, uh, which is Selena's backwards, is also right. And uh, I forgot the other one, uh, but it is definitely true. All right, so here is your last questions. And hi, IMASH says, I'm no help here. It's okay, my friend. It is okay. And here's your last question. Are you familiar with a Sibley tent? A Sibley tent? A Sibley tent, like a type of tent? Like a type of tent? Yes, the type of tent called Ooh. a Sibley tent. You have to tell, tell, tell it to me. Oof. All right. Well, here's the question. Um, I'll give you a clue. It's it's a bell. It's a bell type of tent. It's All right. Like bell. All right. Here's the question. What decade was the first Sibley tent invented? What decade? I know. Is it a the 1840s? B the 1850s, C, the 1860s, or D, the 1870s? Dang. Ooh, I'm going to have to go. I, 
you know what's funny is I was like, oh, I wonder where he's going to go with this. Uh, I'm going to have to go 50-50 on this one. All right. Sure. So was it invented in the 1850s or the 1860s? And can I get a, a hint? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Hi Mash says what type of tent? It's a Sibley tent. It's a bell type of tent. So when this tent was first created, uh, it was invented by the American military officer Henry Hopkins. And it was designed for the actual military back then. So Travels in My Lifetime, who is a great history buff, says the 1850s. Woo! Okay. I learned, learned something new about that. Oh, I see Ashley helping me out with the 1856. They have oh. an exact answer. All right. And Nerdy Native Skills, 1856. We got the Texas Hiker, 1850s. Excellent. So what are you going to go with? The 1850s or the 1860s? I got to go with what folks are saying. I got to go with the 1850s. And that is correct because that is the right answer. So in 1856, uh, Henry Hawkins patented uh, the Seably tent. And... Uh, the tripod could be erected over a fire pit for cooking and heat. Uh, the seemly design also required no guy ropes being held down by 24 pegs around the base. So, yeah, it was a pretty cool tent. And uh, I wasn't sure if, you know, you would know this one. But, uh, yeah. That and shout really out to the good. crowd, man. The crowd was great help on that one. Yeah. Yeah, way to go. I love uh, travels in my lifetime saying, we won, we won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all won, man. All right, so let's stay. Let's get into it, man. When it comes to camping, how do you pick your camping spot for your campground? Is there something you look for? Like, how, how do you actually pick your camping spot? You know, uh <laughs> For for me, sleep is really important. I I gotta get a good night's rest. I'll t I'll tell you. Uh, uh, the first time I went camping, we might have set it up on a little hill. It didn't seem like a hill at much at, at, at the first sight, but once we slept in it and we rolled to the bottom and woke up, that's when I realized uh, we need a little flatter spot. So now, fast forward years later, uh, definitely when I'm looking for a place for a good night's rest, it's a nice flat spot. Um, definitely removing the debris, rock, if there's any like big rocks or big branches, whatnot, I'm moving that so it's not poking up through the tent. Um, and then definitely uh, back to your other question earlier, definitely not near the fire. Um, <laughs> and then also, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I always look above too uh for the trees. I mean in Oregon we're pretty lucky with like all the trees are really lush, but every once in a while you get a campsite and there'll be like a dead looking tree that's like kind of questionable looking. So I'll be like, mm, no, that happened at one campsite we went to. I was like, we're not sleeping over that. We're gonna put it over here. Right. So that's another thing I look out for. Okay. Um what's like the dopest uh I mean just the coolest camp spot you've ever had oh oh dang okay like in my whole life uh okay or just any like cool camp spots that you remember that you went to okay 
So I think one of my favorites for different reasons was at Waldo Lake. That's here in Oregon. And mm -hmm. it's like not on any of the top 10 lists. It, I don't know why it isn't quite frankly, because to me it rivaled the like top 10 campgrounds uh, that you see on lists. Uh, it was pretty dope. Like it was lush with the trees and then uh, there weren't many people there. So I actually booked it two weeks before 4th of July. <laughs> Amazingly. And when okay. we got there, like we brought, uh, we brought like a little inflatable boat and we were able to like paddle around on this lake, which is actually the deepest uh, one. And we were able to go island hopping around. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, it was like the fact that it was like lush with all the trees, we got it without having to plan six months in advance. And then just like the whole vibe of going around to the different islands to me was like amazing. And I was there with one of my uh, best friends from college who had never been camping. So it was her first time and then her husband's second time. So, you know, good time with the okay. friends too. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool, man. Uh, I remember once I had an inflatable uh, boat. I I think it was like a raft or something. I had uh, purchased it from Walmart, and it was pretty cool, man. Uh, it allows you to take, you know, if you go hiking, camping, and stuff like that, it's pretty lightweight. So uh, being able to island hop, man, that is super cool, and that is something I would definitely love to do myself in the future. So when it comes to food and water, um, how do you do that? Like what type of food – do you take, man, and how do you, you know, plan the whole water situation? That is a really good question. So on, so I guess I'll start with uh, water because that's like an essential. Uh, a lot of, the, I'd say half the campgrounds we go to will have uh, water there. Okay. Um, and then other one, and so other ones won't. Um, it just kind of depends on like what we're looking for in terms of like how remote we want to be. But we have like these big blue jugs. You probably have seen them in some of my reels. There's like, you know, not the most attractive thing, which is a big, you know, blue tub. And we, it's a jug that we are able to fill up and we just are able to either fill it up at home and then take it with us. Um, or uh, we'll fill it up when we get there. But I always bring some kind of water, whether there's water there or not. So, and then food. Oh, all right. So I remember, uh, I remember us uh, talking on one of the reels about uh, barbecuing. I remember that. So first night that we arrive, um, it's always something really easy because we're usually getting there like before sunset or something. So I'll either do something that doesn't require any cooking or uh, just, something that's already ready and then if we if we ever get a chance to camp together i just want you to know that breakfast is going to be really easy so it's gonna be like oatmeal and like you know uh something like that i mean if you want some bacon i know you like the meat so maybe i'll put some some i'll bring that yeah. too uh, <laughs> but i'll usually eat lighter on the breakfast pack some sandwiches for lunch and then it's usually like you know, on the trails that we're eating lunch. And then when I come back, that's when we, we throw down, like we're usually doing something over the open fire, like, um, steaks. If we're cooking, if we're with other folks who are also eating meat, 
but we also eat a lot of uh, veggies. So like mushrooms, zucchini, asparagus, like uh, all the veggies and usually some kind of protein, quite honestly, for dinner. Um, and then of course, yeah. you know, I gotta have my, my, my chili or mac and chili. Like, honestly, I could talk about, we could talk about food like for an hour if you want. Like, oh, so you, you, you bring, I mean, anything you could cook in the kitchen, you basically bring with you, you just plan it out. Yeah, that's that's really a good way to think of it. And honestly, it's like maybe if I'm cooking at home, I'm more particular about the seasons, seasonings that I have. But when I go camping, we carry like two, three types of seasoning. So I can guarantee you that all the meals we have are going to have one of those three types of seasonings. But they're really good. Okay. okay. So Nerdy Native Skill says uh, breakfast burritos is a must-have. Uh, mm -hmm. My wife, Booski Wonder, says she has to stop being picky on what to eat, like instant oatmeal. <laughs> and the Texas hiker says uh, he likes to take beef jerky, uh, his water bladder, and some dried fruit. Okay, those are yeah. some pretty good things to uh, bring with you. So let me ask you, what are, like, the camping essentials? When you go camping, what are the essential things that somebody should always bring when they go camping? All right. Uh, so it's recommended. Um, so I think we already talked about food and water, um, shelter, which is basically your tent. Uh, I think we definitely want to make sure we have our uh, clothing, our footwear, our footwear, uh, personally, I'm including toiletries on there with the essentials because I yes. like to have my moisturizing. It's not essential, but it's my essential. So <laughs> <I'm gonna do laughs> and then uh, definitely things for like fire making and um, always good to have a first aid kit. Uh, sun protection is definitely essential. Even uh, when we don't think the sun's beaming down, it's beaming down. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then um, we actually always keep a little repair kit, too. Like, if something happened to, like, our tent, we always have a little uh, tent repair uh, that we can just – it's, like, always in our tote. We don't have to take out. That's very smart. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything, like, unusual or unconventional or even, I mean, just, like, a personal favorite that you bring with you, you know, like a DVD player, a stuffed animal or something like that? You, you know when i i shared about the the tent heater uh that is something that i didn't ex know existed for a while but uh i think the tent heater i'm gonna call that my like extra glamorous thing that we bring because it does keep it's like extra warm and it's easy to do um i got a few comments um not on instagram but on tiktok they're like you can't have this i'm like no, tent heaters, that's what it's for, is uh, they are designed to uh, be safe to use, you know, in your tent. So that's probably my, my most glamorous thing that I bring. And then we have a our little daughter, so we usually always have stuffed animals um, with us as well. So Okay. You know, it's interesting you said the tent heater because, uh, and going back to the Sibley tent and the Sibley tent design, so there's this guy I used to follow, man, out of Russia, and the guy, he would go camping in these cold places in a tent like that, and he would have, like, a, a stove, 
in the middle of his tent out there on the ice in the snow. I can't make this up, man. Uh, like a stove, like an oven type deal in his tent. And it, of course, it had a ventilation system and everything. So I, I totally believe you in regards to the tent heater. Okay, so let's talk about animal encounters. Uh, have you ever had any animal encounters while camping? And if not while camping, while hiking? You know what? Honestly, when I ask campers, what like if they go hike if they go camping or not animals is the one thing that if people haven't been they're like i don't want to run into animals and that was that was me uh and i'll, I'll tell you my starting point was uh running into deer for the first time though that deer is scary if you don't know <laughs> <laughs> ah, i gotta hear this you can mock me you know what I mean? I'm good with it. But, like, I had grown up in uh, Long Beach, California. We're talking, like, this is, like, L.A., Compton, like, that whole area, right? So then I moved to the Bay Area where they have, like, deer just walking down the street. Nobody told me this, that, like, this is something that that happens. And so, I mean, what can I I say so I didn't even have to go into nature to run into wildlife uh okay. it was it was the deer you know that's pretty cool though man because I kind of have a similar story uh you know growing up in Miami we don't see deer we don't see anything like that um you know and in, in Florida you know we have gators and things like that and when I moved to Texas something that I did not expect to see was actually deer and you'll see them in the weirdest places, man, just crossing the roads, the, the, the streets, and stuff like that. So I can easily relate to that. So have you ever experienced, like, any crazy weather while camping, like a thunderstorm or anything like that? Uh, we've had unexpected rain. So if you, I, I've totally been all about, like, sharing with people, hey, here's how to set up a tarp shelter and such, because in Oregon, uh even if the weather it says it's clear, it could start raining, you know, unexpectedly, maybe not for a long time. Um, and then it's like we had booked this campground months in advance, actually, and it was, happened to be raining that weekend. And so what do you do? Do you go or do you stay? We went and it rained, but we still had a blast, quite honestly. Okay. 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 Uh, what's the coldest temperatures you've ever camped in? Probably like 30, 33, 34. So not freezing. But it, but it, it, it was still, uh, it was still right there. Uh, any recommendations for camping in uh, those type of temperatures? Uh, layers. Uh, I think it's funny because like once I'm in my sleeping bag and all toasty inside, like to me that's where it's easier to just fall asleep sleep and then I'm asleep until the morning time but for me it's when we're kind of sitting around the campfire where I have to have my layers on to really stay warm in, in that kind of weather um, and then when I'm going to bed I definitely have like the best sleeping bag <laughs> so to really keep like that's like the thing and then also having a sleeping pad underneath um, because that keeps you know our bodies off the ground um I know there's some hacks as well where uh, they'll put warm water in a water bottle and then put that in the sleeping bag to kind of warm up the, the bag there. So that's also an option. And then we've got our, our, our tent heater. So 
I think I've actually heard that before. Uh, one of my previous uh, show hosts, uh, Michelle, she was actually given that as a camping tip slash hack once. Okay, so in regards to sleep, uh, sleep is very important, and you kind of touched on it uh, a bit. Um, how do you get a good night's sleep when you're camping? Because I'm just thinking, man, when you're out there camping, don't you hear, like, the sounds of the birds and the animals and stuff like that out there. So, I mean, how do you just, you know, get a good night's sleep? Yeah, and I can't wait till you do call me up and you're like, hey, I'm about to go. I'm about to go in the, in the tent, go tent camping. Um, you know what? Like, I think one of the – it's really easy to focus on the things that can be scary out there, but also what's beautiful about sleeping in the tent is the peace and quiet and the stars out. And so um, thinking about like, I just remember, I think my first time I went um, camping, it was seeing the stars at night from a campground where like there's no lights or anything. Like to me, that's basically the starting point for sleep and like, I don't know, just getting ready to go into the tent and it's very cozy. Um, I do have a few, like, I don't know if you want to call it rituals or just things that I always do to make sure I can sleep through the night. Um, but that's basically like, you know, liquids. I'll kind of stop drinking liquids a couple hours before I'm going to go to bed. Um, personally, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and then um, I've always got my layers. Yes, I know. <laughs> And this is going to sound really funny, but uh, I like to have, like, my warm, cozy socks, too, because my feet get oh, yeah. cold at night. And those are things that just wake me up if I don't have them. Um, and then also just, like, doing the whole brushing teeth, all that kind of stuff. Because then once I get in the bed, I'm not coming out, yeah, like, until the morning, until the sun comes up. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, the same way, man. I'm the, I'm the same way at home. You see, <laughs> That, I love that you said that because there's so much about what we do at home, like even when we have four walls at, at our house that transfer to when we're sleeping in a tent. I mean, the main difference is there's always like fresh air, there's the stars. I mean, it, yes, yes, it's pretty yes. beautiful. So I have heard some howling coyotes before that woke me up, but it takes a lot to take me out of the sleep. Okay. So speaking of that, um, have, have you ever gotten afraid uh, while you were out there camping? Uh, maybe the first time you went camping, uh, do you ever, did you ever experience that uh, feeling of fear uh, based on what could be out there or sounds that you hear? Um, if I, I would say the dark is kind of scary uh, at first because uh, I, I like – I think I start with a flashlight because trying to be really budget, you know, and so I didn't, and then I didn't have a headlamp yet. So I was like, all right, let me use my flashlight. Um, I don't know. And then once I just figured out the whole headlamp thing, a whole new world opened up like, okay, let me put my red light on. So then I'm not like blinding myself, but it still helps me to see at night. Like, I don't know, just getting those little things down. Uh, I think give me real, comfort that I can see where I'm going at nighttime. Uh, I don't worry too much about really anything else, but just like falling over on like a rock or, or you know, fall, tripping over myself or something like that. From a uh, safety standpoint, for example, I feel a lot safer 
uh, at night at a campground than I would walking down the street in a city, you know? <laughs> so. Okay. okay. So here's the moment we've all been waiting for. The Friday Outdoors app. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. What is the Friday Outdoors app? And why did you create the app in the first place? Uh, so the Friday Outdoors app, we're making camping know-how accessible offline. And it really gives folks the a camping foundation, especially if you've never been. And then also for people who have some experience but kind of still figuring it out, uh, we're providing a lot of helpful camping know-how there. Uh, in terms of why I started it, uh, I think there's probably multiple layers to it. If I do the, like, kind of the meta motivation for it, it's that, like I told you, like, I didn't start camping till later in life. And then I became that friend who was taking other people camping. And it's one of those things where it's, like, knowledge, if we all have that confidence and knowledge of how to get outdoors, then I personally think I would have gone out a lot sooner. And yeah. You know, I don't think that I, you know, where we're, the way we're raised or where we're born, all that, or like whether our parents took us or not, like if I want to go camping, I want to be able to do that on my own or, you know, with a, with a friend. And so I just didn't want knowledge to be a blocker. And so I said, let's, let's make something that could really make it easier for people to have that knowledge at their fingertips. And uh, so if I think about the meta part of it, it does go really deeply probably to, you know, just getting into camping later on and also the fact that there is not a lot of you know diversity of folks camping right and so just wanting to i don't know like i think change the narrative on like who camping is for so that's the right. meta so um and then the micro piece of it uh is i was camping uh maybe a year ago and i saw a family that were camping for their first time and they were trying to build a campfire and I heard them like mumbling, like I thought I'd be able to look this up and you know, they were really trying to figure it out. And since I come from a tech background and I'm outdoorsy, I was just like, there has to be a way to make the know-how accessible, whether you have internet or not. And so that's when the know-how with the offline kind of just clicked for me and diversity. I mean, that's just something I'm obviously always mindful of. So yeah. Right. So like, it's basically the combination of that. So, and it went from there. Okay. So what can the app uh, do? And what does it teach? Say it again. What does the app do? And like, what are some of the skills and things like that it teaches? So I know it, you, you can learn how to build a campfire. Um, what else can it teach? Uh, can it teach somebody how to build a tent? and things like that, or, oh, you know, how to oh, yeah. use the bathroom and things like that? Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Uh, so, basically, like, so packing lists, um, I don't know how many times it's, like, going through the mental list of what to bring. So, we've got a packing list just to make sure that you have confidence with what you're bringing outdoors. We definitely have, like, how to uh, get your campsite set up, building a fire, putting out a fire safely, um, cooking yes. That's actually very, very important because, honestly, um, I even me, myself, because me and my wife, we were thinking about going camping with the campfire, and 
I'm still not sure myself on how to do it. So we kind of been watching videos. So something like that is very important because you would just think, oh, yeah, you can just throw some dirt and, and walk away. But I'm pretty sure it's, it's just not that easy. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's like, when would you ever build or put out a fire unless you're camping or whatnot? So uh, it's it, it there's a lot of outdoor skills that you only get to really put to use when you're out there. And so like, there's not really a lot of chances to practice it ahead of time. So that's why we definitely covered that. I mean, we also cover um, food and I see itikate on there. Uh, you know, that's uh, Latin based backpacking food, which we also are like, Hey, that's great. Excellent food to have out camping, had to plug her. <laughs> um, and, uh, but just also how to cook with confidence with the camp stove or over an open fire, um, you know, tying a knot. Uh, there's a lot of knots out there that are really useful. Um, and so that's something that we're going to be kind of continuing to expand on. So, yeah, that's just a taste of it. But there's so much more. And all of it comes from basically talking to campers and figuring out what would have what would be most helpful for people starting out. OK. And uh, Sherry Berry Peach, she was saying because being new and setting a tent was a challenge. And I actually agree with her because when my wife and I went car camping, so we camped in the car. But we actually bought a tent as well, and we used the tent to secure our campground. So, you know, whenever we would drive away and come back, um, the tent would actually, uh, you know, keep our spot, and we stored our stuff in the tent. But something as simple as setting up a tent for the first time, I mean, it, it, it was a little bit of a challenge, but we did figure it out. And I remember even watching TV, seeing people trying to set up a tent on these sitcoms, and it's like they got these sticks, and they try to do this, and it, it it looks like so much of a hassle. So uh, having this knowledge in the palm of your fingertips is definitely uh, something good to have. So another uh, question is, can the app actually work offline? Because I know there are some outdoor apps that you have to download a map offline, uh, online, and all this stuff. And if you don't, if you're not online, it's not gonna work. And most of these, a lot of these campgrounds are in places where there's just no uh, phone service and stuff like that. So can the app work offline? Yes, yes. So we've designed for offline first, offline first approach. Uh, and that means when you download, so when you download the app, we have our uh, free Happy Camper app, which basically makes all the knowledge accessible for free. And then with our Trailblazer subscription, um, it gives you that offline access. And so all the written information that you're always going to have the written at your fingertips, the videos, uh, because we just want to be conscious of, you know, phones, uh, the file sizes, you know, people can pick the videos that you want to have downloaded. But the good news is like all the text will show up in the app with the Trailblazer subscription. Okay, that's 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 very good, man. Um, okay, so all right, so how can somebody uh, get the app? Tell us how they can get the app. Yeah, uh, it's available on the Apple App Stores uh, for iOS. It's also available on the Google Play Stores. So uh, definitely uh, check it out, and uh, we'll con be continuing to add to it. Okay, so real quick. Uh, I can't even. I'm gonna butcher this name so bad, man. I I I decay, uh 
I tack eight outdoors <laughs> said hi. Wish we had the app when we were backpacking and saw a bear. We built the fire off an adrenaline rush, but would it have been nice to have instructions? Oh man. Yeah, I would love to hear that story. We gotta get you on the show, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll connect you too. <laughs> oh man. That'll be nice. Okay, so do you have any questions for me or the audience uh, in regards to the show, the outdoors, whatever? I sure do. Uh, I, I'm curious, uh, what got you on your first hike? Because you okay. are always posting amazing places, and I just want to know, like, you didn't just start hiking at these amazing spots, right, off the bat. Well, where was your first hike? All right. So uh, first off, let me start off by saying thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, that honestly means a lot. But you know, I'm gonna be honest. So growing up in Miami, I didn't know anything about hiking. Right? I lived there for uh, 20 years. Uh, there are hiking trails and stuff like that in Florida. I just never knew about them. Didn't know anything about hiking until I moved to Texas. So I was in Texas. And a lot of people say this. As a matter of fact, uh, I think it was Missy V outside said this too. During COVID was actually when I started. And what happened was I was working and it was a, my, my job decided that we, we couldn't do anything for a week. I think it was because COVID just started mm -hmm. and they just recently uh, had shut down Texas. So I was sitting there and uh, I'm looking at a picture. I think I was looking at a picture on Instagram and I saw Garden of the Gods in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I looked to my wife, I say, man, these rocks look cool, man. I wish we could go there. And she was like, let's just go. I kid you not, within 20 minutes of me saying that, we were packing up the car, and we was gone, man. We had booked the hotel, and we drove straight to Colorado from Texas. I can't make this up. And I didn't know anything about hiking. And when we went to Garden of the Gods, all I remember is just walking for miles, <laughs> looking at all this stuff. And I knew I enjoyed it. It was something that I enjoyed. And I wanted to keep, I wanted to, to do more of this uh, feeling. So, you know, when we got back, we started looking at other um, parks that had cool rock formations. And, and that's honestly how it started, man. So I've been hiking for about, uh, I want to say, two, three years now. And I'm, I'm, I'm in love with it. Um, also, anybody in the audience, if you have any questions, for Lestale, now would be the time to plug uh, those questions in. I encourage that you use the question bubble at the bottom. Um, Missy Outside says, what part of Texas was I in? I was in Lubbock, man. I was at the top of Texas, man. So there are parks at the top like Palo Duro, which is outside of Amarillo. Uh, Caprock Canyon is also out there. That's where I saw bison for the first time. So those are definitely two parks. Um, Sherry Berry says, thank you for asking him that question. I never knew the backstory of how thorough 
Alexander started. And, and and thank you, Sherry. I mean, we all have a beginning point, right? Um, you know, growing up and play and and that's another reason why I share my memories of my hikes. Uh it's to motivate other people like me because that's how I started. It all started from looking at somebody else's picture. You know, I never knew this stuff was here, so Yeah. You know, it, it it is what it is. I'm so glad you shared that too. And I just it just goes to show like you can start hiking or camping at any point. And I mean, all it takes is curiosity, I think. And then, you know, the the rest will, will, will figure out, right? Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. So we do have one question um, from my friend Mo. Uh, she says, I don't know if she's already answered, but what are some hiking tips for newbies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I. You know, I think for getting into hiking, uh, definitely uh, picking spots that uh, are... Oh, oh, she meant to say camping. She adjusted her answer by oh. saying, camp yeah, what are camping tips for newbies? For new newbies, uh, you know, I'd say if you're interested in camping, uh, booking a campsite somewhere that is close to your house so like let's say an hour to two hour drive um just to make it really you know easy to get out and go um i think if you're starting out too i would uh, there are some essentials that you want to bring um so we do i'm not just plugging it but we do have a packing list um in our app to really help figure out what you need to bring and for a lot of those um uh, it's things that you can get around your house. I mean, with the exception of a tent and sleeping bag and sleeping pad, um, there's a lot of things that we just have around the house, like a first aid kit or our clothing, our water, our water bottles, right? These are all things um, that you can just uh, bring with you. Um, and for the tent, sleeping bag and sleeping pad, um, either if, you, if you're still trying to figure out like whether you are gonna love camping or not, um, there's a lot of places you can rent. Um, those or borrow from a friend um, if you got one who has one. Um, I think the biggest thing that people have shared is just going in with an open mind and knowing that it's like this new experience. It's really quite magical, quite honestly. Um, I know personally I was a little worried about like bears and wildlife. That was my thing. Uh, but I'm so glad that <laughs> I, I put that aside and I said, all right, I'm going to go out camping for the first time. And yeah, just I think be open to the magic. So okay, what's the most uh, nerdy native skills is asking? What's the most exotic place you've ever camped? Ooh, I guess exotic. I always think of islands. Uh, <laughs> I have camped on some islands. Um, I think the Wallawas is probably the most like majestic place that is like on those kind of like top lists of places to camp uh it's pretty epic and it just happen, happens to be five hours away from uh portland oregon uh i you know i have to say a lot of the places i've camped even at like places only two hours away from my house are pretty exotic but it's for different reasons like the place i told you that had the islands where we we're just like hopping around that was two hours away from my house um I've camped at um, these hiking sites where there's only like five sites and we have this whole like part of the river just to ourselves, And mm -hmm. it, it's, 
I mean, it just feels like paradise. So yeah, Oregon yeah. is definitely a beautiful state, man. There, there is so much to see in Oregon, and I, I got to take a trip up there. Okay, so here's the last question from the okay. audience. Let's stay. Uh, Missy B outside says, "What is the most essential camping item besides the essentials?" So if there's like, like one thing that you that you have to bring or should bring, uh, what would that be? Ooh, ooh, Missy, Missy. Uh, I'm going to say my, it's a little bit of helpful, but also comfort. And that is my little hiking backpack. And it has my lip gloss in there. It has my tissue. It's got my hand sanitizer. Um, I've got my little like light, my little headlamp in there. Um, and always some snacks in there too. So yeah, hey, snacks, uh, are, key. snacks are key. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, there's just like always something like even though I have all my big bag, like I'll have like my big, you know, bag packed, I always bring my little hiking bag. And that's like my little comfort, comfort thing. So. Okay. Yeah. So let's say, man, it, it's been a, a pleasure having you on the show as an actual guest. Uh, I know you always do the hiking tips. And I can't wait this. I mean, the camping tips and I can't wait to see what camping tips that you have for us next week. Um, tell our viewers, man, how they can follow you, reach out to you, and also how they can uh, get the Friday Outdoors app. Yeah. So thank you for uh, just, like, having me on. I love what you do. So I think just I'm so happy to be, like, a part of it and bring the camping tips. So um, for folks who are wanting to get into camping, you can get the Friday Outdoors app from your Apple Play Store, your Apple App Store, or your Google Play Store, and um, check it out. You, um, you can also follow us at Friday Outdoors. I'm usually posting um, some a taste of the camping tips, and uh, we got so much more coming. So just thank you for even joining here, and Thoreau, thank you again for having me on. Yes, uh, no problem, man. So if you're watching the show for the first time, um, follow Lestale at Friday Outdoors. That's F-R-I-D-E. Uh, very important, Friday Outdoors. And the show is here every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. if you're in Alaska, and 5 p.m. if you're in Hawaii. It's your boy, Thoreau Alexander, signing out. Peace. Bye.